listening to the Aftergrad Podcast. I'm Robert Kane. And I'm Victoria Gilbert, and we are your fellow aftergrads trying to find clarity and security in this postgrad moment. On this show, we discuss the societal pressures that stand to mold us into inauthentic versions of ourselves while striving to make our dreams a reality. We welcome you on this journey as we try to navigate the pandemic, careers, bills, and who knows what else. But today, we're having a conversation about feeling homesick, wanting to return home, what a comfortable home looks like for us, the emotional impacts of wanting to create a comfortable home in the midst of a transition period. But first, we need to catch up, Victoria, because it's been a second it's since we've seen each other. It's been a minute because we went home. I was so cold up yeah. here. Everything just seemed so stale. Mm-hmm. I wonder if it was always like this because everyone said it's normally just cold. Right. Cold, cold, cold. But mm-hmm. we're experiencing hot. Then we're experiencing very cold. Cloudy, then rain. Snow, all of it. I feel like I'm back in Dallas. Funny enough, mm-hmm. I leave D.C., and go to leave the snow. Right. To go escape. Back I went to Los Angeles. Yes. You went to Dallas. Yes. And guess what? When I got there, it started snowing. Uh, you it, told me that. Yes. I didn't know that. So I, my mom was like, you brought the snow with you. Uh, <laughs> like, uh, I paid I would be so pressed. to leave to get <laughs> rid of the snow. Yeah. But it turned it out last? great. Yeah. Two days. Okay. Mm-hmm. But those two days, my mom was able to be off work. Mm-hmm. So we got to enjoy each other's company. Beautiful. So I think that was maybe the world or the environment just giving me good juju to mm-hmm. have real quality time with my parents. Right. So. Yeah, but I was at first I was like, this snow guys, it has, it has to, to go. Because I we literally paid left that. You paid for the flight to for escape the, flight the snow. To escape to the get snow out of and the... I came right into some snow. Yeah, no, I definitely relate with that. I think the weather here, I just needed some warmth. I'm very big yeah. on that. And here it was just constantly snowing. It was raining. It was mm-hmm. making me feel a little depressed. Yeah. But when I went to Los Angeles and I got to catch up with friends, hey friends, hey, that was so fun. Yeah. And I mean, I spent four years of my life and I was originally born in Sacramento, so it was really kind of like a return home again twice Mm. on that but I didn't see family in Sacramento I hung out with my friends right in Los Angeles and it gave me all the energy that I needed to just return back here to the home that we've created here in DC and continue working continue looking for opportunities Mm -hmm. and yeah what was the takeaway from (sighs) I just needed to change the pace like sometimes you know you feel like you're doing all the right things and the schedule the routine it's hitting it's right Right. but then you can sit in the routine and you can be like I know this is what I'm supposed to do But I'm bored or not even that I'm bored. It's just, I feel again, the word stale, like I looking around, everyone's cold. I said, I just need a different tempo. Mm -hmm. I need a different person to pop up in my day. Speaking of bored in DC, we were talking about the fashion of DC and actually (laughs) one exciting new update It's the lack of color It's the lack of color and it's the lack of fashion. Everyone here is so conservative with their fashion choices, which is fine. I I mean, that's cool. I don't mean to throw anybody No, not throwing anyone under the bus. It's just an observation, just something that I've noticed. And Mm -hmm. maybe it's a consequence of us being in winter currently and exiting it maybe yeah. we'll see something new when spring arrives we're definitely but living in the corporate world yeah. here like every, a lot of the jobs are in offices yeah. and maybe the creative people are indoors we're trying to locate them right? we are I saw this one like we saw them they were across you, the street we yes, said yes oh, that was a while ago dress. they can they dress. dress those were the first people that we saw they yeah. had a really nice fit mm-hmm. I don't know if they were a couple or just friends mm-hmm. but whatever they were they giving were in their fits it. it was it was everything yeah other than that it's, we see salmon the mm-hmm. colors salmon yep. black and white gray. all and gray. just drab colors just, yeah so colors matter too right. <laughs> and those same colors are the snow mm-hmm. the sky yeah i had to go yeah you had to go and <laughs> went we shall and yeah. that's what we did and it was it was, it was really good mm-hmm. and I guess one exciting update in terms of returning back to DC for me is, as I was saying, I'm actually having the chance to meet a fashion photographer 
today, which mm. I'm super excited for. If you've listened to some of our previous wait, episodes, wait, wait. So you you left. Mm-hmm. You had your recap, and yep. even though it like it might have seemed like it was you going off track and getting off your routine, mm-hmm. coming back, giving yourself that break, giving yourself that rest, and then yeah. you come into something working for you like yeah. in your favor mm-hmm. that just must feel ooh. it feels great it feels yeah. fantastic like you're like i just came and i feel like also i want it i'm ready and also with the trip i think i was able to drop a lot of things mm. that were worrying me in terms of my professional career in terms of what i want to see for myself long term social media consumed a lot of my life but i have a new perspective on social media right now mm-hmm. and I'm cleansing my social media palette mm-hmm. and it feels really good. I feel really light, airy and lots of energy. Mm-hmm. So yeah, like you're saying, it feels super great to return back to DC, mm-hmm. my current home and to have this opportunity to, like we were saying, meet another creative, meet right. someone that I'm going to be able to hopefully build a long-term relationship yeah. with in the future. So yeah, that that's happening later today. And that, that's facts in terms of cleaning your palette with the mm-hmm. IG because we haven't seen each other in a month. It's right. been a whole month of us like kind of he went a week early, then I went two weeks, so in total about a month. And yeah. I was like checking to see how you're doing. No post, Mm-mm. no story. Right. I love that for Yeah, you. I love that for us. But what yes. we did recently post is our fits, our group <laughs> fits. You know, I wasn't going to say anything, but y'all can see what we're doing here. So thank y'all for the love of those posts, yes. too. The shoot went really well. Mm-hmm. It was a really fun experience. And so much fun. And many more to come, mm-hmm. too. So mm-hmm. more to shoot as well yeah. because of this mentorship for you. I'm so excited. Right, yes. Go, let's go, let's go, come up. <laughs> And if you also listen to our last episode, you'll know that we got scammed by cryptocurrency. <laughs> and I'm very big on growth development. And you put me onto this teach yourself cryptocurrency course. And it's been teaching me. And a friend how- put me onto that. Yeah. So shout out to him for that. Absolutely. Yeah. I feel like I'm learning. I'm, you know, knowing what is a scam, what's not a scam, <laughs> what to listen to. We're doing better. We're doing better. <laughs> right. We're learning from our mistakes. You smiles on our faces. <laughs> We've moved on. We have. You know, it's funny. I went back, when I went back to Dallas, everybody wanted to rehear the story. I was oh like, no. Uh-uh. I left that behind That's past. me. <laughs> I don't know who that is. Mm-mm. She's new now. Right. Renewed. Renewed. Refreshed. <laughs> and yeah. Not thinking about that. At all. And just moving forward. And now we're learning about it the right way. Mm-hmm. Again, feels great. Just waking up, doing a lesson a day and right. actually learning the ins and outs. And for those of you who know cryptocurrency or like the name cryptocurrency, definitely look into it as well because that alone branches out into numerous things. Right, we're realizing so there's so many corners to this industry, mm-hmm. you have to find which one speaks to you. Right. That's what we're doing. And that's what we're doing. And it can be misleading too, because there was a piece of information that I got from the course and I got super excited about it because it felt like a yeah. way for me to <laughs> make money from the industry. But then literally I kept reading throughout the lesson and the article and that piece of information was outdated. It was no longer in use. So again, you just have to keep learning so that you're yeah. not acting on false information. Mm-hmm. So don't do what we did <laughs> and express in the previous episode is what we're trying to say. Yeah. Anywho, <laughs> what we want. <laughs> oh, flashback. Fla- no, literally flashbacks. Yeah. But, you know, I think for me, being back in D.C., the spring is upon us, right? And I'm, again, just so Up thankful bloom. for warm weather. I think this period, also we're in Pisces season too. Oh. It's the end of the Zodiac calendar. And love me some Pisces. I think that, yeah, this season is just all about closing chapters and opening new pages. That's right. The full moon was like two days ago. Right. So any lesson you were relearning or had to learn over the course of a year, a couple months or days, it's coming to a close. Mm-hmm. And hopefully when you're at that closing point, 
you're reflecting and you actually grew from the lesson instead of going back into your old ways. Right. So yeah, that's the season. That's the season. That's but we're tell in. us about it's... this internship, yes. apprenticeship. Like, mm-hmm. tell us more. About the fashion photographer. Fashion photographer who's yeah. blessing. Yeah, no, literally blessing. So honestly, yeah, I've just been very big right now on reaching out to people yeah. just shamelessly <laughs> and telling them, I want work. I have this that I've done in the past. Look at it. And if you don't look at it, that's fine. That's totally cool. But I just want an opportunity to learn from you. I've mm-hmm. been just going on LinkedIn, going on Instagram, look, trying to look for photographers who are in DC. And I would be able to assist with their photo shoots. Right. And that's literally the process that I use for whenever I'm trying to get an opportunity. Just tossing. tossing yeah, just tossing it out. Like... And I think, I mean, not necessarily daring to fail, but just... Give, putting myself out there with the chance of being turned down or mm-hmm. not responded to. And, and not phase if it goes And not phase if it goes left because right. at least I put myself out there and then there's an opportunity for me to have a chance like I have today to meet with this lady, to meet with this mm-hmm. photographer. Mm-hmm. And it's just another opportunity for me. I just want opportunities yeah. right now. I just want a chance to prove myself, a chance to learn, a chance to grow. And that's literally as simple as that how this opportunity came to me. I sent wow. a LinkedIn message found after finding the photographer and the lady got back to me wow. and scheduled a coffee chat with me nice. that we're going to do in person. That's literally it. And that's so incredible because right. it sometimes it's right as difficult. Right up your alley too because mm-hmm. in D.C., like we were saying, there's not a lot of fashion that's being projected around here. So not a lot of inspiration to capture as a photographer. Yeah. And the fact that you're able to find your niche exactly mm-hmm. It's a beautiful journey. It is a beautiful journey. And the way she reached back and she was like, I need help. Yeah. It's like both people mm-hmm. are, you know, right. yeah. the right timing. She, it is the right timing. And yeah. she literally expressed that I'm always looking for assistance, especially right now, because apparently her work is starting to pick up. She's starting to get more clients to work with, wow. which means more opportunity for me to learn and to meet other people in the uh, industry. So yeah, that's been me after returning yeah. to DC. What about you? Anything me, new? Yes. So for me, what an opportunity has come by chance mm-hmm. and by manifestation. I want to say I was throwing myself out there, but I kind of was meditating. So that was kind of my method on how I got this opportunity. Mm-hmm. Uh, we met, we didn't even meet. I met a person by chance at a subway station And then we talked briefly and they said, reach out to this person, reached out, we connected and we always planned on, you know, meeting and talking over Zoom, but it never happened. Mm -hmm. A week went by, she never got back. And then another week didn't get back, but it wasn't, I wasn't phased. I'm not like, I used to be very like timely, but in the midst of it, I was like, no, like it's really fine. All in good timing, whatever it happens. I just stayed on my grind in terms of meditating and my routine. Mm -hmm. And then go to switch it up, yep. go to Dallas. I get an email. Hey, how's this weekend for you to meet? What? That's crazy. What? <laughs> oh my gosh. So it came such in good timing. This person who has now just stepped in my life just brings a huge smile on my face. Mm-hmm. I'm rarely speechless, but when meeting her, I was speechless because I even cried yeah. because I, not because I felt like I really needed this, but mm-hmm because it was a person who saw me and who wants to help me grow and get further and expand the things that I want to venture into. And so, and it all happened by chance. 
and simply just trusting. Yeah, trusting, trusting the, process, the timing. Trusting yeah. the timing. Yeah, yeah. So a sense of trusting and then a sense of putting yourself out there. Right. Either method works. Yep. You can attract it. Mm-hmm. You can chase That's it. That's literally but you, you also got to be patient it. with it. You attract it. Because yeah. we're putting in so much work doing everything that you said you were doing on mm-hmm. the back and doing the reading, yeah. looking at the interviews, whatever you were doing to just learn about right. the space you're trying to get into. You said that it happened by chance, but you actually attracted it, right? That one. So on my on one of my vision boards, mm-hmm. I have so many. I have a word and it says chase, align through it, mm-hmm. and then attract. Yeah. So that's kind of like my new thing. That's how I go by opportunities now. It's just I used to be the person that would just sin, 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 but it was a lot for me, like mentally, and I just find more peace and just meditating it. And mm-hmm. it actually does come as long as I stay steady in like right. the, in my own work and mm-hmm. then just start my morning with this is what I'm attracting this yeah. is what I feel like my work can attribute to yeah. this is how I can be of service to someone else and mm-hmm. I really pray that a person can help me like right. grow into like the person that I'm supposed my higher self right so Usually yeah beneficial. yeah it's bringing me peace it's a different way of seeking opportunity mm-hmm. um for those of you who might feel too much stress like right. throwing yourself out there all the time I do have my seasons yeah I have my seasons where I'm like okay I do need to put my name out there mm-hmm. but in this season I'm practicing just waiting on it and right. waiting on that right timing so. right and yeah on the topic of I guess attracting I think that that also relates to creating your comfort space or the space in which you feel at home. And I think one thing in terms of us returning home that I wanted to talk about today is how sometimes we can get in our heads in terms of the environment that we're living in presently, right? But Mm -hmm. thinking that we need to make an adjustment to somehow feel better about our experience in the now. But sometimes it's not always like that. I mean, we made the choice to return home. You went to Dallas. I went to Los Angeles. but. That's not always necessary. Sometimes your home is exactly where you're at. You just have to go out and search for it. Yeah. And it's not it's not immediately in the proximity, right? Definitely. Like when I was trying to do my quote unquote attracting, I was feeling down in my space. But maybe I could have, after going home, I realized the elements that made me feel more alive and mm-hmm. renewed when I was home, I can find them here. Yeah. And so coming back, yeah, I got to learn a little bit as to what more I can do to make this place a home so I don't get in those down moments that I mm-hmm. did in my quote unquote patient right. moment. Cause I was patient until an extent. And then I mm-hmm. said, I gotta go home. Yeah. I gotta go home. Right. But now coming back, I'm like, I think I can, my endurance being away from home mm-hmm. can stand longer. Yeah. Now possibly a year. Yeah. <laughs> after, after some of the um, altercations that I went through mm-hmm. after going home and some of the realizations that, Hey, I am an adult. Yeah. Right. So for me, it was, it was really friends. Yeah. It was friends for me too. <laughs> it was friends oh, speaking sure. it to me. It mm-hmm. reminded me that I need to call them more. Yeah. We're getting into this moment where it's lonely. Um, Got a schedule of FaceTime with my friends. I know you guys are hearing this. Um, we're all busy, right. all of our different schedules. It's hard mm-hmm. to reconnect, but it's so, it just feels so good mm-hmm. to be with someone who remembers who you were, who you are, and is so excited to see where you're going right. and then vice versa. It just brought me so much joy mm-hmm. to hear how my friends are doing. And right. it just reminded me that I need to call them more. Yeah. This is a moment where we actually need to be closer than ever. Yeah. And if, you know. We can be. We can. And that just takes us checking in. Taking the time to reach out. Just for me, I'm such a bad texter. And you might relate with this too or any of the after guys out there. I'm I'm such a bad texter. And I hate that to all my friends that think that I'm ignoring them or I'm not reaching out enough. I'm so sorry. (laughs) I promise I'm thinking about you. But I am such a bad texter. But I think I am trying to find ways. If I think about you, let me just send a quick text. Let me just reach out to you. See how you're doing. If you don't respond, that's okay. I'm never one to be offended by someone not responding. Mm -hmm. But it's just the thought 
right? If right. we're making efforts to reach out to the people that we care about. It's little things. It's the small things. Mm-hmm. And then when we're able to return home, just, it was such a magical experience for me because I spent four years in Los Angeles after leaving my place where I grew up, mm-hmm. Little Rock, Arkansas, going back to the university, checking in with everyone. It was just nice to be able to be in the place that in some sense built me and made me into the person that I am right now but also just to reflect on how far I've come and on the journey that we're both walking together and the community we're trying to build. Also, thank you to the people at my university campus who have been listening to the podcast. That was another thing that really uplifted me when I returned to campus. There have been so many people that have been listening Mm -hmm. to us on this podcast Mm -hmm. and so many university students who have been telling me that your podcast is really pouring into me. And when you share those comments with me, it's pouring into me as well. So Mm -hmm. thank you. I guess, yeah, Remembering that community can be anywhere, mm-hmm. right? Communi- right? I have community in Los Angeles. I have community here with you and with some of the people that we've met and soon to meet. And staying connected with them. Yeah, that was an element for sure. And then the second element I realized too that wasn't there when I got home was my own space. Mm. <laughs> so I get home and my mom <laughs> completely changed my room and everything. Like mm-hmm. rightfully so. Right, her, we're no longer living home. there. It is <laughs> But so I ended up sleeping on the couch for the whole week. Mm -hmm. And, you know, that was an aspect that I realized it requires a home. Yes, that's something basic, but I'm just saying like a calm space in which you feel relaxed and like this is mine. And so the things that when I went to Dallas, it was like, yes, friends. The thing I also realized was my space. Yeah, so space. I ended up like spending a night with a couple friends. Shout out to the friends who were like, just come to my spot and just mm-hmm. stay with me. I really appreciate yes. that. Really did. Because when I came back, I was also more grateful for the space that I had created mm. or have created here. Yeah. So now just bringing in more friends, bringing, mm-hmm. remembering my community, reaching out to them more often, making more effort. Mm-hmm. Because it does count. It, it does, does matter. matter. It, we were talking about your friends or you were talking about your return back to Dallas and how you entered your home the place where you <laughs> slept the place where you grew up and realizing no that, hard feelings mom yeah, but it's just how i felt yeah it's just how you felt <laughs> and realizing that the place that you slept and the place that you grew up looks so different foreign. from foreign exactly like where is <laughs> the bed not... where is my space right. where's everything that i used to know mm-hmm. it can be very disorienting and although i didn't go back to the place where i grew up in arkansas i have returned at various points for thanksgiving if you listen to that episode we mm-hmm. talked about it there mm-hmm. but it, it it's the emotion yeah for me is disorienting because yeah. i think in that episode we talked about how we have these relationships with our parents and then over time as we grow up they can shift and then there's new expectations that arise you know you're out you're making money or you're doing your own personal project you're creating a professional life for yourself and then wanting to still treat you as if you are under the age of 18 and it's having all like- these expectations and it's just trying to grapple with this because I want that community of having my parents love me in the way of me being their child because I am. But then there's also the new desire to want to be an independent adult and live my own life and check in when I want to and not always check in when you want me to. And I think it's a, it's a balancing project because Mm -hmm. I'm at the point too, and I feel very comfortable Mm -hmm. with my parents where I'm not coming home right now. I'll see you soon when I'm ready to book the flight. And yeah. that it's been I, up to them. After this trip, I've made that decision too. It's up to us. Yeah, it's up to us. And that's the boundaries that I think we have to set because we're our own people. We're our own yeah. humans. And it's 
up to us to create our sense of community and our sense of home yeah. in the ways that we want to. Yeah, moving forward, going home, I think what's very healthy right now, if I was to go back, I would be staying with a friend or a hotel yeah. and then seeing my parents, like mm -hmm. visiting them. I think that's like the new yeah. work. Just because to find that balance of like, hey, I'm grown mm -hmm. and I stand here, right. but then we are still this. We still love. Yeah. We still have our moments. We can still enjoy each other, but we don't have to necessarily go into like, like you were saying, mm -hmm. basically into like the child parent ordeal. But yeah. I mean, that's respect all that's the respect. way. Of course. Of course. It's, it's respect all the way. But then there's a moment where you realize, damn, I need respect for myself. I need respect for myself. Well. And I want to, I'm going to work <laughs> to show you how to love me and show right. you how to respect me. And I right. think that's definitely the relationship and we're I not have. being disrespectful no. i'm just saying this is very healthy it's very healthy yeah and i think my relationship i mean my healthier relationship with my parents i think started when i went off to college mm -hmm. honestly because i was a, able to be more independent i was making my own money mm -hmm. there was distance and that was a huge thing for me when i was selecting colleges mm -hmm. i knew that i wanted to be able to create an entire community and environment that was so far removed from mm -hmm. a where i grew up but then also the ability of for my parents to pull up at any given moment. I needed that, I needed that distance and California and Arkansas gave me that distance that I, I really wanted mm -hmm. for myself. It was very freeing and very liberating to have that type of mm. community mm -hmm. away from the trauma of is, Arkansas. Is yeah, it could be, yeah. That's my personal experience. Mm -hmm. And I think over time, I was actually looking at this Instagram post by Dylan Burnside. He's one of the actors in Pose. He posted this about two weeks ago or so. And in the post, he basically talks about his experience as a queer black man, his relationship with home, mm -hmm. lots of trauma growing up in the South, and struggling to find his definition of home. And in the post, he basically explains how he's created multiple characters that talk about home. He's written scripts that mm -hmm. discuss the ideas of home. And he basically, the moral of the story is in the post, he talks about how it took him redefining his definitions of home for himself to feel comfortable creating home outside of the South, but then also being able to return to the place that he grew up mm -hmm. and finding ways to still call it home. Yes. And that's super important because if you can't address the traumas that you have about exactly. where you grew up, I don't think you're ever going to be able to find safety and right. refuge elsewhere. Because, And that's why I think a lot of growth can come from that as well, because some of the traumas that the parents still might be in habit of mm -hmm. like when you step back and you're like, okay, I'm stepping out of this. Like now we are adults enough, right. Mm -hmm. To step out of the situation and be like, listen, that's a trigger. Yeah. That is a trigger. And I'm no longer a child to take that trigger anymore. Mm -hmm. And so that also the distance and the stepping away and me like staying over my friend's place. Right. It gives them time to reflect, mm -hmm. okay, what necessarily drew this distance mm -hmm. between us. And then when we do come together, it's more of like an understanding right. and we, you know, you only want to get the good parts in. Yeah. Right. So it's healthy. I feel mm -hmm. like it's healthy. Yeah. And then, you know, we'll slowly warm you pick back it up. up as you go. Right. We're learning each other again mm -hmm. because now we're grown right. and it's different. It's definitely different. The dynamic is definitely different and it's respectable. Mm -hmm. Both people are allowed to be respected. Absolutely. That's my, be. that's really my point here. Mm -hmm. It's not like I'm, you know, saying screw your parents. Right. No, no, not at all. It's just both of us deserve to be. Right. Dumb. And on, and on this topic of, I guess, creating home wherever you are. I mean, we talk about how 
We, you went back to Dallas. We're now creating home here in D.C. We've also both been around the world. We both have traveled yes. everywhere. We like to consider ourselves global citizens. What right. do you consider a home? A home. Like, what do you need the to feel elements? comfortable? The elements. Yeah. yeah. So I think I have three. Mm-hmm. It's the friendship. So I have to stay in communication line with my people from Texas, mm-hmm. like specifically. That keeps me sane. I love you guys so much, mm-hmm. all of y'all. Yeah. And then my second thing is my space. My room space, yeah. has to be a certain way. Like, there has to be light. There has to be, mm-hmm. I mean, I'm basic, but I'm just like a bed and a good space to do a little bit of stretching in the morning. Yeah. If I have those three elements, it's good. We're good. Mm-hmm. We're doing fine. And then another aspect, I guess, to home now that I'm realizing is warmth. Mm-hmm. I thought I was a winter person, but after coming here. Absolutely not for me. <laughs> no, no. I think I'm going to be a visitor, mm-hmm. a traveler for to, sure. you know, I mean, yeah, colder places, but in the long haul, like settling down. First of all, settling down. <laughs> no, <laughs> that makes me I can't laugh. See that, I can't see that happening in a long time for me. Settling down, right? Yeah. What? I mean, settling down independently, yeah, sure. But right. anyway, <laughs> <laughs> having a spot to come back to, yeah. yeah, I think that spot will have to be a warm place. But if I have those three elements, I love moving around. Mm-hmm. I love being in new places and nobody knowing who I am, mm-hmm. and then you know, building authentic relationships by chance. Mm-hmm. I love that. That's a whole experience I'm on. And it probably came mm-hmm. from traveling and it's just something adrenaline that yeah. I love and I want to keep mm-hmm. <laughs> yeah. living out. For sure. I mean, I think that there's something electric and energizing about going to a new spot and then having to recreate your sense of home and community mm-hmm. too. I think that might be what you're, you're speaking to. I'm reflecting on my time studying abroad and I definitely consider, I studied abroad in Thessaloniki. I definitely consider Thessaloniki, one of my homes. I didn't spend mm. much time there, but I do think that if I were to return there, I would be able to reintegrate myself mm-hmm. into the community that I somewhat built mm-hmm. when I was there, mm-hmm. which I guess, yeah, that's a product of thinking of myself as a global citizen. Exactly. But, but you know, what's funny <laughs> is now we have to consider a new home because mm-hmm. our lease is almost up. It is. Oof. It's coming to a close. <laughs> it's coming is- to a close. This was cute. This place got us through it did. for about seven, eight months yeah. or so. The hunt for a new place, though. That's tough. This is new. That Yeah, it's a struggle, too, when you're trying to, you know, you're, I mean, everyone knows the struggle of trying to find a place in the midst of being an adult. Like, right. it can be, it's so challenging. You have so many responsibilities. Yes. Work. Where do you find the time? Right. Credit. Search? Make sure it's high. Right. <laughs> That's, credit is such a scam. Credit is such a scam. And no, it's absolutely ridiculous the ways in which they prevent people from being able to just find shelter for themselves, the bare necessities. It's absolutely absurd. And I was actually talking to one of my friends when I went back to Los Angeles and I was telling them, you know, I'm thinking about moving. I don't know where yet, but I still am thinking, what's this rent going to be looking like? Right. And they're saying that, yes, yeah, certain places, they're saying that they're, you're going to need like a credit score of 770, 780. That's so close to perfect. Yeah. Far above average. Right. And, you know, that's just, that's tough too, especially and talking to young people like us. We're just coming out, just got a credit card. What? Yeah. We don't even have a score. We don't have a score. <laughs> We're trying to build credit. What is credit? First and foremost. I mean, my dad, he made me get a credit card when I was a senior because he was like, you need to start building your credit score. And I was like, I'm sure. Yeah. How is a year compared to someone who gets it right out of college? Is mm-hmm. it going to be a drastic difference in score? I guess there is because mm-hmm. I have friends who are just now getting their card and they're like, I don't have a score at all. Yeah. So this is a credit score. I mean, let this be motivation to get a credit card as early as possible i i got a credit card in my freshman year Mm -hmm. of university but again that information isn't always out there it's not really readily available so 
again, I mean, the, yeah, you're telling me that friends are getting their first credit card upon graduating. You got yours, I guess, senior year. There's not enough time to build that type of credit score. And then you're expected to have an apartment to be able to be a functioning member of society, pay your bills and everything. So much is based on credit, right. too. And if you don't have the time to build the credit, how can you be expected exactly. to make that transition? Yeah, That's and then so calculating ridiculous. in not only like the down payment, the credit score, but then the money it takes to move your items. Mm-hmm. It's like there's so many Ooh. different weighing factors and we have three yeah. months. <laughs> we have three months and what I'm- I don't want to do it. I'm really- I'm scared. I, I am. Mm-hmm. I'm actually scared about this one because we keep talking about it. Like, mm-hmm. hey, have you found a place? Nope. Nope. Still searching. <laughs> Them rent prices ain't giving. Mm-mm. Expensive. Nope. Right. And then what? Go back home? No. No. <laughs> No, no, no. And no. we've done good. I mean, we've been right. fortunate to not have to return home. Right. Arkansas for me, Dallas for you. Yeah. And I don't I don't want to start. I don't, don't want to start go now. back home. Yeah. I just went home. I'm good. You were good. Yeah, we got the little dose. <laughs> it's good. nice to do it in doses. Yeah. Go ahead, dip out, and I'll see you when I see you. Mm-hmm. That's that's my energy. That's my perspective. <laughs> that's a new territory we're about to cover. But mm-hmm. yeah, for those of you who are in school right now, out of school with your parents or in school at a dorm and thinking about you want to, you don't want to go home immediately, you want to head out. Right. You got some things to juggle. Yeah, and things to start thinking about. Yeah, learn through us. We'll keep you updated Mm -hmm. on how this process is going. Yes, we moved out here. Right. That was, it was a family friend. It was networking. Yeah. So there was a lot of things that we didn't necessarily have to think of in comparison to like a formal apartment Mm -hmm. complex and, you know, all of like the contracting and stuff like Mm -hmm. that. So this is going to be our first time going through like all of like it an actual a, application process yeah, us not knowing the person waiting, we'll be leasing from, i don't know exactly wait periods right right not trying to get scammed it's not trying again, to get scammed right it, it's real it is real they post some pictures and that's it yeah i mean we almost got scammed when we were looking for places out well, here we were, in DC. yeah we actually almost did if we didn't call them mm, if we didn't call you know them that's the gym Call them. Speak to someone in person. Call and then when and have, if you have a friend out in the state, mm-hmm. have them look at it for you. Right. Something. Yeah, anything. anything. Just to legitimize that the place that you are hoping to get is mm-hmm. real. Yeah. Finding a new home. We went to our home, mm-hmm. making this home more of a home. Go home. And I think it's the small things. I mean, going back to just, I guess, creating the environment that you're living in and not being so quick to write off the environment that you're in. Yeah. I think that that's such an important topic in relationship to home because we have so many different spots and different places that after grads can be. And you might be a university student. And if you're a university student, you're creating home on your campus. You're trying Mm -hmm. to find community there. I think that's what's the the tough part though, is like Mm -hmm. being in the pandemic and connecting with others has been so difficult. Well, that's just ruined everything. weird. Mm -hmm. And just so weird. Like meeting people through Zoom, I'm like, yeah, it's not. I mean, of course, that's not giving. That's right, tough it's to be not, looking at a screen all day. Really not. So even, that socialization. Right, right. Not. So I don't even think we've gotten the chance to really explore DC to the fullest because mm-hmm. these streets are empty. Yeah. But we do have the luck, not luck, but the blessing of knowing two people here. Right. So it's just Shout reaching out. To them. out. Right, right. Mm-hmm. If you're listening, hey, I just want to see them more often. Mm-hmm. The few that I do know here in this space, in this home, right. I want to make more effort, mm-hmm. more effort, more effort. So being grateful for the people we have met mm-hmm. or we have reconnected with. Yeah. Yeah, we just need to act on that more. Mm-hmm. So yeah, it's kind of scary the fact that it's a, it's not against our will, but my mom always used to say, is it a need 
or want. And in our case right now, finding this new place <laughs> is definitely a need because our lease is up. Right. You have this. Right. And when it's up, when it's done. It's you hit the, the door. <laughs> door. Get out. Right. So, <laughs> but I mean, some of you guys might be still with your parents and that's totally fine too. That's totally fine. Mm-hmm. I mean, especially because in light of the pandemic, we recently read that about more than majority of recent graduates aged from like 18 to 29 Mm -hmm. are living at home with their parents. So it's totally okay. It's totally fine. And I don't think people should feel bad for it. I mean, Mm -hmm. we never saw this coming at such an uncertain period. Yeah, the only time you should find it as a concern for yourself, I feel like if it's becoming to feel like a need to Mm -hmm. get out rather than a want to get out. Or just you are at your wits end and you're realizing that you can't be your own man, woman, person Mm -hmm. and express yourself in the way that you know you can and need to, Mm -hmm. then it's time to go. And I mean, that was kind of where we were at, which is why we're not at our place that we grew up at. Mm -hmm. Respectfully, there was Mm -hmm. nothing left in Dallas for me to, I feel like, grow to my fullest potential. And so that's why it became a need more than a want. It Mm -hmm. was beyond just to say that I was out the house and I'm my own adult. No, no, that I want privacy. No, I could have made, I could have made that work at home. But it was more of the mental. Too. It would have been so, so much, much cheaper. cheaper. Trust me, I am not willingly yeah. wanting to pay rent. Oh, rent hurts. For those of you who are still First like making month. it, making your home work within yeah. your household, no props. Yeah. Like that's a skill. That, that's, <laughs> that's, that's great, and I mean I, that's perfect. Yeah. everyone can't do it, but if you can, I mean you're gonna save a lot of money that way, you and save it just so much. allows you to develop. And then when you're ready, hopefully you've been saving that money so that you can boop. Right. skyrocket off exactly. into the new location that you're going to find for yourself mm-hmm. in the future. Right. So for those of you making it work at home mm-hmm. or away already and you're, you know, feeling like you need to be home yeah. like us, mm-hmm. let's recap what makes a home. How mm-hmm. can you make your space right? Yep. And we're struggling with that, especially in the pandemic, mm-hmm. figuring out what the boundary is between your office space, right. your sleep space, everything going remote. Yep both ways already gone or at your parents' place like how do you find that boundary of stepping away from what not necessarily stresses you but gets you worked up Mm -hmm. how do you find that spot that is safe and relaxing right right because sometimes the physical space that you're living in might be smaller than what might be helpful for you to feel independent for you to feel like you can have your workspace over here like you can have your sleep space over here like you can rest and chill over here and also with remote work too that's not helping the situation it doesn't die down the work you're working at your office table but that's also might be the location where you're resting you're watching tv you're recuperating and everything is just a big jumble of work, rest, eat, and then when repeat, you add parents into that situation, that can be so many stressors make you want to blow up, right? But if you can manage that, right, then make it work where you see it work, and then there's no need to physically move or physically mm-hmm. leave the place that you're living. But right. again, everyone's situation is different, mm-hmm. right? It's gonna be a different process for you to figure out what can I do in the immediate to make the space that I'm in yeah. feel like home. Yeah. Another from away from the physical sense, but mm-hmm. also in the emotional sense, if you're back to I want to put in more effort reaching out to my friends, 
sometimes you find friends within your workspace and then mm -hmm. that becomes because you guys have things in common your schedule is more aligned because right. you know girl I, we work at that time you write so mm -hmm. let's do this time it's just easier it's more convenient right. you become really close with your coworkers. but stepping outside of that as well mm -hmm. that is a level of finding home away from home right. you know like getting away from the workspace finding that boundary mm -hmm. so yeah like we're we're working buddies we're working buddies but I needed to go see my friends yes yeah this is, this is best <laughs> Worry. this is best but, <laughs> but yeah we I needed that break from each a other different so that person, we could come back a different face yes. yeah exactly it's so it's very healthy i think that's another thing on the emotional side mm -hmm. as well as the physical side right and then i guess determining when you're reflecting on what you can what you currently call home for yourself we can be so quick i think sometimes to write off the place that we're living in oh i can't deal with this i can't deal with this one aspect it might be my parents it might be my group of friends aren't gelling in the way that i want them to and when you have those moments, I think it's good to reflect and to determine, okay, have I done absolutely everything in my power? Of course, you know what you can take and what you can't, but have I done everything in my power to make the space that I'm living in currently feel as comfortable and as homey as possible? And I think that's part of a question that we have to answer for ourselves as we begin to embark on this move for ourselves. Mm -hmm. Have we done everything that we can right. to make DC feel like home? Right. I think DC is cute for a particular type of person. I think we did our best. I think we did. We yeah. are doing our best. Yeah. We're making it work for us. Mm -hmm. And, you know, I wouldn't, it's not a situation where I need to get out of DC right now. Right. I can't be here no more. No. no, it's not like that. It's just I know that there is another location that I think could speak more to me in terms of what I want. And that for makes myself. you much of a more flexible person. The yeah. fact that you can adapt, or adaptable person, the fact that you can make any place or space or, you know, living arrangement work for you mm -hmm. as long as you know your basics as to what i declare is my resting place and mm -hmm. my point now some of the elements are out of your hands yeah and in our case the weather was out of our hands That's... that is something we cannot control um but that is something as we look for our new spot that we can't yeah we can't look at and i don't need I, now now it's definitely <laughs> it's yeah yeah it's definitely something that's on my list of as I look for a new place, what I'm requiring. Before I was like, I don't care about weather. Mm -hmm. I'm good. No, right. it's a requirement. It has to be warm spot for me. Absolutely, warm spot always. And then another thing I know I asked you earlier in the episode about what are your elements for home. I think the big thing for me is just a sense of community. I really want to be branching out, and I know that we've talked about that in previous episodes and on this one too. But I really need to be meeting new people mm -hmm. that are going and walking on this journey as much as we are. And I think that, again, is going to start happening in the near future as I continue to reach it. out. It's going to happen. It will happen. Watch. We're going to have, like, three friends on this show. Yeah. <laughs> right. We're going to bring them on. Month. People that we met in D.C. Right. Hey. Mm. So, making your home home. All right, Aftergrads. That's our show. Thank you for watching. Be sure to follow us on Instagram at The Aftergrad Podcast. If you're interested in the visual version of our episodes, make sure to subscribe to our channel and be updated on our latest releases. Also, Aftergrads, we want to hear from you. So if you have a question, comment, concern, or life situation that pertains to being an Aftergrad, please share those with us over at our email address, which is theaftergradpodcast at gmail.com. Or you can DM us on Instagram, which again is at the Aftergrad Podcast. Finally, we would really appreciate a five-star review or a share. Not only does this make us happy, but it helps other Aftergrads such as yourself find this platform and join our growing family. And that's it for this episode. Thank you for listening or watching. And with that, this, this is, is the Aftergrad, Aftergrad Podcast. Podcast. Peace. Ciao.